Welcome back to our continuation of our discussion from workshop number one in the 2021 NICE project. The gentlemanly stuff matters and the the kind of the colonialism and that that attitude of colonialism matters. Um, so there's problematic content in this book. Um, I have no idea. I, I couldn't find any proof that Edgar Rice Burroughs ever actually encountered a black tribe in Africa. Hmm. So they are a fiction based on what? I don't know. But, you know, who knows what he had, where he, you know, drew his sources from. Um, I suppose I could try to find that out, but I couldn't find anything, you know, going into this workshop about that. But let's just say on the face of it that, you know, there's a lot in this book that is problematic because it is absolute fantasy, science fiction, and racist to boot. So, <laughs> but once you get past all that, and we will, we will work our way through all that, to look at other themes like, um, you know, nature versus nurture. Uh, and, and I will say again, Burroughs had a completely false scientific belief, you know, in nature versus nurture. Uh, it's not, it's not what he says it is, <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, there's, so there's nature versus nurture. There's, there's the gender roles and differences, you know, um, in the ape community, in the African tribe, in the white people in this book. Um, Jane is a strong, intelligent, independent girl, and yet she also has moments and decision-making based on what's expected of her or her obligations to her father or, you know, things that society has imposed on a, a young woman in her position. So there's a lot going on, and then there's, of course, romantic love Let's just say it, sexual lust. You know? <laughs> so we got a lot to talk about. <laughs> Tarzan of the Apes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that was a great summary. And I would add to those themes, the themes of otherness. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And where, and where does he fit in? It, it, you know, from, you know, if you think about this being the story of a baby born with no cultural context other than his parents. Um, I could not help but think about children born last year during COVID-19 hmm. who, you know, had, because until there were vaccinations available and depending on what the situation was, a lot of kids were simply with their mother and father, you know, I mean, it, they just didn't have extended, you know, I mean, we have internet, they, you know, they were exposed to TV and stuff like that, but imagine this baby, you know, spending the young years of his life and, and let's say the first year and a half or so he wouldn't remember he wouldn't remember those white parents in the cabin his childhood that his parents are kala mm -hmm. and in some ways um there's a there's another ape that is like his father figure ape if you will but um kala is his mother and that's his childhood you know that's who he thinks of as his mother throughout the story you know, even when he knows who he is biologically, 
he still recognizes Kala as his mother. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that sense of identity, not mm -hmm. just otherness, but identity. And Jane grapples with identity and otherness. Who does she fit? Can she fit in with this, you know, this creature of the forest? Or should she stay with her own kind and marry William Cecil Clayton? I mean, mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot going on in this. There's a lot right. going on. And, and male friendship, the friendship between Tarzan and Darno, um, now there ha we will probably have to touch on you know the fact that there are a lot of critics, and I, I don't mean critics as in critical. I mean critics, you know, critique, critique critics mm -hmm. who um, see their relationship as at least borderline homoerotic. Okay, really? I don't see it that way when I read the book. They have a wonderful uh, friendship that that is, I think based on respect and honesty, if you will. And Darno truly wants to help this guy, Tarzan. Mm -hmm. uh, and the critics, the critique critics, whatever, who have kind of couched that in homo homoerotic terms, Darno is an older man, and he is paying for their journey. He's paying for every, the clothes for Tarzan, the, you know, to go to civilization. He pays for everything. Tarzan has nothing because he doesn't have that inheritance, you know. And so it's, it's been couched as Tarzan's a kept man you know, of Darno. I don't think that's really accurate, but we will maybe have to touch on that a little bit. I think we should, yeah. Because it's something we don't see in our books all the time, right? Right, you know? right. right. So, Deborah, what do you think? Are you intrigued now? Do you want to read Tarzan? Please oh, say yes. No. Going, going back to the, to the biography that you gave on Burroughs and how he is the speculative fiction writer, mm -hmm. you know, when you, when you think, you know, when you look at science fiction, it's usually about having to survive in the other world. And I, so I'm listening to the, the summary of the story and I'm thinking, okay, wait a minute. Which one is the other world? Is exactly. Or is it, you know, a, ding, ding, a, ding, a ding, 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 we have a winner. <laughs> people, you know, yeah, which, exactly. which is the other world, which is the science fiction, which yeah. is, you know, and, and this is at the time of Darwin, so mm -hmm. it, it was all, it's all about survival. And which survival is civilization, which is actually yeah. civilized. Is yeah. white civilization yeah. civilized or is the ape culture civilized? Exactly. I mean, you know, so. Which so, is, the, which is yep. the real and which is the sci-fi? You are absolutely dead on. That's very, very true. Yeah. Ding, 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 so, ding. We have a winner. <laughs> but I'm also thinking... This sounds exactly like Burroughs created his own wallpaper. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, I do encourage you to read the book. It's a fast read. And okay. There, there, are, there are scenes and parts of it where the exchanges between Darno and Tarzan or Tarzan and Jane and, and just the way that their, the way their relationship plays out and the just, and man, the past we almost picked a passage that was kind of long that was Jane's decision uh you know to be with Tarzan or to marry Clayton C William Cecil Clayton that passage is so powerful because it's just like you that you can see the little wheels in her head spinning and she's just she's just you know talks herself out of sexual lust and and romantic love and with Tarzan for this safer bet it's okay, just amazing. I stop thinking of 
Got to stop thinking of Clayton as looking like Ryan Gosling at this point. What? <laughs> In the notebook. <laughs> oh, well, you know. <laughs> I will say that we'll also, gotta stop, gotta stop, we'll also have to touch on a little bit of some of the adaptations of the Tarzan story. Because, mm -hmm. you know, like you said, Deborah, that's your only, up until now, that's all you've known is the Ron E. Lee. And, and I know the Johnny Weissmuller uh, movies. Oh, yeah. And then my probably one of my favorite 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 Tarzan adaptations is the Tarzan legend of Greystoke that starred Christopher Lambert that was made in the I don't remember when it was made early 2000s maybe I don't know um, I just love that because it told the story for the first time in anything I'd ever seen it was as close to the book as I'd ever seen um, as far as like the actual action and a lot of the dialogue and everything and so the um like the the relationship with Darno was so much more fleshed out and and better you know adapted than ever before and the relationship with Jane was I don't like the actress who played Jane but that's okay you know <laughs> but um the relationship that Tarzan had with the apes uh, is really, really well done in that film version, Tarzan, The Legend of Greystoke. So mm -hmm. I encourage you to watch that if you haven't watched it. And I think it's also very important. I can't wait to talk about the Disney adaptation. Oh, That's yeah, the Disney movies. one was fun, yeah. And, and yes, they completely changed the entire theme. Oh, but yeah. I think that's worth talking about. How do we even make this relevant to a modern audience without these objectionable components? Well, plus that was, you know, geared towards children. So, I mean, I remember when that came out, I was so excited for my kids to love it because my dad loved the Tarzan books. I read the Tarzan books. They belonged to him. He had the whole series. And uh, my one of my younger brothers now has those. After my dad had passed, he you know he got he took the Tarzan books. Um, so I have my own copy of, of the first one. But um, you know, but I was so excited when the Disney one came out because, uh, well, first of all, I love Rosie O'Donnell and she she's one of the characters' voices in it. And so um, and and I just loved it. I thought it was great. I have to. I'll need. I need to rewatch it because I honestly don't remember it that well. But I just remember being so happy that they made that so that my children could identify with you know at least the name Tarzan and I, I will tell you that to this day uh, I'm sort of famous in my family for my Tarzan yell and when I first started taking care of Luke when he was born two years ago I would do my Tarzan yell and he would just as a baby he would just wiggle and shake and grin and laugh and we still do our Tarzan yell he and I so um, it's a Tarzan has been a big part of my life in a lot of crazy ways and not to say that I am I'm a proponent of any of the crapola uh, you know problematic content that that book contains but there are elements of that story the story that I really love um, and I it's it's hard to make that distinction sometimes mm -hmm. without offending people but I, I have done that with a lot of books in my life where I know that this book whatever it is is not palatable in a lot of ways but there are elements in it that I love and that's hard for me but it's it's just true I, I don't I you know I have to be honest I, I love elements of this book uh, just not the not the not the bad not the bad elements <laughs> sure sure so well I am more excited than ever to do our deep deep dive in our next workshops 
So, um, oh, let, let me let me share. I got oh, a little yes, sharing thing that I can pop up here so that everybody can see. Thank our, you. Uh, is that visible? Is it clear? It is. Yep. Okay. So our upcoming workshops today is obviously the, th the first one. The second one, um, 19th of August, same time, same bat channel, all that, uh, 7 to 8 p.m. We'll be talking about Sula. And um, the third workshop on the 26th of August will be the yellow wallpaper. I can't wallpaper. Okay, talk. <laughs> the fourth one on the 2nd of September, A Wrinkle in Time. And the final one will be on the 9th of September, Tarzan of the Apes. And there's always more information on our website, C-E-A-R-T-S dot org. And you can go to our, there's a tab at the top for events and, and what we do, um, and events and opportunities. And there's a tab under that, a sub page for NICE. And then you can go to the 2021 NICE page and get even more information. So we'll have everything available. We'll be reading, discussing, and creating. I'm so excited. Woohoo! I'm excited too. And thank you to Deborah for joining us. Yes. Yay, oh. I'm so glad I'm here. Yes. And I cannot wait to hear more of what you feel and get from all four of these books. And of course, I can't wait for your artistic inspiration pieces because Lord knows they're going to be great. <laughs> I am just all over the place right now. You know, I just so much you know, to think about yeah, and do, which is one of the reasons we decided this year to do each workshop on a separate book and passage mm -hmm. because it's a lot to, you know, this, this workshop talking about all four books is a little overwhelming. I'll edit this down to, you know, we have section for each book and everything an episode for each book for the podcast, but in an actual workshop, this is, whoa, we got a lot to think about. So our, the rest of our uh, workshops will be more dedicated and more focused to each book and the standalone passage from it, which will be our jumping off point in the workshop. So yay. So this year, well, I need to, to bring anything to the to the next work the next four workshops open mind to, pad and paper to take notes <laughs> you know I just know. yeah the past I mean, you've had us painting and, 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 that, and we I talked about that if, if, if you want yeah. to do some cake baking well yeah we talked we talked about trying to do something interactive in zoom and that's just so hard to do but we do have some exercises planned mm -hmm. but they're okay. in the moment ones you don't in have mind. to prep for them yeah okay. Yeah, right. so hopefully they'll stimulate the creative juices. And the whole if you want art. to, you can, but you, you can bring whatever you want. It's your, look, you're in your comfy chair at your table or your desk. So oh, you bring, bring your wine, bring your cheese and grapes and crackers, whatever. Bring whatever artistic tools you want or just just absorb. Just listen and absorb and whatever. It's, it's really... You know, nice is literally nice. It's just, you know, it's just mm -hmm. fun and anything goes. So, you know, do what you want. Since we're kind of stuck with Zoom again this year, we're just kind of hoping to have a good flow in the workshops and, and end up with some cool creations by, by the September 30th is our, I think September 30th, yeah, that's our uh, presentation night. Also a Thursday. Also, seven to eight. 
<laughs> right here in Zoom. <laughs> and the deadline, just so you know, um, for submissions, because people can create without attending a workshop. They don't have to, you know, they don't have to attend a workshop. They can read the books, read the passages, whatever, uh, in their own time. And then the deadline to submit is September 23rd. So, September 23rd. yeah, we'll be rocking and rolling through September. Okay. How nice. <laughs> Ladies, it was wonderful. What a great way so to glad. spend an evening. Yes. Thank you so, so much. Thank so you for being here. I can't so wait to see what comes next. This has been At the Roundtable with Alice and Sarah E. of Community Education Arts. Our nonprofit organization is based in Noblesville, Indiana. You can find us online at cearts.org. We'd like to thank James Weston for writing our intro music and for his technical savvy. Join us next time at, at the Roundtable. Table.